it really is like no other feeling like when we like get to a, get to a point in tracking where it starts to sound yeah cool and we're just like oh man i want to be able to do like better sounding records yeah that time. would be nice i want to be able to have more synths on stage and like more like whatever like i want to i want to have yeah like i want to be able to put it all back into that more and more and like obviously like if if it can pay the bills too that's that'd be great <laughs> um here i am yeah, yeah, yeah. I think about emotions and death and all that kind of stuff. I think about these things. Yeah. It's really weird because I'm not really speaking to you in front of me. But I have to think of you in front of me because if I don't, then I won't be able to speak to you. How you doing? <laughs> it, it seems chemical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it seems like that. Yeah, yeah. That was like, Uh, I am devastated to let you guys know, if you haven't heard already, uh, that my good friend, Bren Whitney, um, who went by the moniker Alias, uh, has passed away. Um, <clears throat> it, this is, it's a very sad thing for, for all of us that knew him. He was an incredible individual, not only uh, like a mega talent uh, in music, uh, was a, a producer uh, that did his own stuff and also produced for a bunch of other artists. Uh, he was a rapper. Um, not only music stuff, but he was just a great dude. Just one of those people that... Um, I, I never heard anyone say a bad word about and only heard everyone say good words about. Uh, he was sweet uh, and supportive and uh, hilarious. Just a, a really funny dude and a fun dude to be around and just always had a, a, a positive uh, aura surrounding him. Um, he um, has left behind a, a beautiful family. Uh, his wife, Jen, and their two very young daughters, like I think like four and two or something along those lines. Uh, uh, people have set up a GoFundMe account uh, for him, so it, it for his family um, to get through. So if if you have a little extra dough, uh, please consider donating to the account. Um, it, it will just help Jen and the girls uh, get by for a while while they're figuring out what is next uh, and and how to uh, proceed. It was totally unexpected. And uh, uh, it's, it's tough. Uh, I'm heading to the funeral this weekend. 
in in Maine, and uh, it will be nice to to be there with all the other people that loved him, and uh, you know, tell stories and all that stuff. Uh, you should donate if you can to the GoFundMe uh, account. That's go. It's at uh, GoFundMe.com slash Brendan Whitney, um, B-R-E-N-D-O-N, Whitney, W-H-I-T-N-E-Y. I think I said that all correctly, spelled it all correctly and everything. Um, sorry to, to bring such sad news at the very top of the episode, but uh, I thought I should uh, let you know. Uh, you, you can go check out his music. Uh, on Spotify or you can buy his records Um, lots of gems in there great stuff so look up Alias at uh, wherever you listen to music okay um, the episode today is sponsored by Studio S-U-D-I-O Studio Headphones and you can go to studio.com and look around. And uh, if you're in the, in the market for headphones, I would highly recommend Studio. Uh, they have some great models. I have two of their headphones and uh, really like them both a lot. Uh, I, we have the Regents and the Trey. The Trey is sort of more, more like an on-the-go model where, where uh, you can sort of hear through it a little bit. And uh, can be running around, running errands, and, and still be listening to to this very particular podcast or uh, some music or whatever. The the uh, Regents uh, are an on-ear headphone. Both of these headphones are wireless, Bluetooth. Uh, the on-ear headphones, the Regents, uh, bump bump pretty good. So you can you could uh, throw on your Alias albums and uh, listen there and and uh they're gonna sound at their best there so uh yeah go to studio.com if you're in the market and uh i can i can do you one better and get you a 15 percent discount with my new code they switched my code to wandering wolf okay so when you're at the checkout enter my code wandering wolf for a 15 percent discount on your new headphones uh, (laughs) Passover happened that happened I went over had a good Passover at my parents house uh, and I don't know I did my taxes that happened Uh, that's something that I always sort of put off but I, I actually got them done early this year so that's nice I do owe some money, just a little bit, a couple G's, uh, but I'll scrape that together. I'll get that going. So, yeah, uh, this episode today is with just some absolutely lovely people, um, Emily Sprague and Johnny Baker of the band Florist. Uh, they do have one other member that's sort of a, a full-time member named Rick or Ricky, and I haven't met Ricky. I like his name. I like the name Ricky. It's a good name. 
but uh, we have not formally or informally met. Um, Florist, I discovered through my girlfriend, Grace, uh, when she was obsessively listening to not their latest album, but the one before it, entitled The Birds Outside Sang. Uh, she was listening to that one a lot, and then when the new one came out, she like pre-ordered it or whatever, and the vinyl came, and uh, she listened to that one nonstop. And then I, I, I kept, you know, you ask four or five times, ooh, what is this? And she says, Floris, dude, I told you last time. And then I had to investigate for myself because it was obvious that this was something that I was going to get hooked to in my own right. So uh, I started listening, and, and uh, it is really calming, beautiful, sad, uh, but sort of nostalgic and joyous at the same time music uh, that I would highly recommend you check out. And Emily and Johnny are our sweethearts of the highest degree and uh, also very sort of uh, complex individuals in their own right. And uh, I really enjoyed traveling with them and, and all that. So... I, I don't, I don't have, I'm sorry, I just don't have that much more to say in this intro. I'm not, I'm sort of sad and, and uh, feeling sort of emotional. And um, I, would, I just would like to listen to this talk that I had uh, some, uh, a few weeks ago uh, with, with Florist. So let, let's listen, let's go and, and check out this talk with Florist. Understanding okay, now <clears throat> I'm in the Courtyard Marriott in, uh, goodness, what's this place called? It's not, it's not Colorado Springs, very close to uh, Denver, though. The other one, not Colorado Springs. And I'm heading down to room 109, which is Emily Sprague's room, Emily Sprague of the artist formerly and currently known as Florist. Hi. Yo. Hi. Emily's got some new job. What kind of job? I got like a director. Really loves like the way that my synthesizer looks. Okay. Like my modular. Like your, your modular setup? Yeah, like he's like really interested in modular, but like. Okay. Who's that? I don't know. <laughs> I didn't invite nobody. <laughs> Oh, good. Oh, food order. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> oh, Jesus. That looks good. What is that? Hot, tofu, sour? Tofu vegetables. Damn. Nice. Nice. So, but, but but tell me about this. So the director wants to use your, just, what, images of your stuff? Well, so it's very strange. Like, he doesn't know, they don't know anything about synths or, like, you know, why, how you choose the modules. They're unsynthesetic. Synthesetic. They're not sympathetic. 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 Yeah. They basically like the aesthetic of it 
more than even interested in making music with it in any way. Yeah, yeah. And they like the wires and the fucking... Yeah, yeah and yeah. the colors and, like, yeah. the way that it mine looks specifically, which is why they got in contact with me. And they were, you know, want to commission me to make one for this guy that maybe is going to be used in a commercial for, like, Realty.com. But... <laughs> so just to buy all the components and put them together... Yeah, so so to to make one would probably be like between five and six grand, and I, you know, wrote up this thing where I was like, well, I'll you know make it like in my style, you know, make it like have the modules that I would use, <laughs> have yeah. you know the colored fucking cables that I would yeah <laughs> use, and and I I. You know, I would make patches, and I was kind of getting into it, like, as a synth. Like, I love synths. I love music. And I was, like, talking about it like that. And they were kind of just, like, they kept sending me screenshots of my YouTube videos. Or they were like, we want it to look exactly like this. Like, the way that it's on the floor. Why just use yours? Well, because this guy wants to buy it okay. at the end of it. I see. And so I quoted them for eleven grand for the whole project. Including your payment? Yeah. Yeah. And they were like, okay, go, good to go. And then um, they sent me another image and was like, we want it to look exactly like this. And I said, okay, it can be everything except for the, this baby blue case, which is like something that I had made custom. Yeah. There's like no real other way to get it. And this guy who made it doesn't make cases anymore. And I don't know why. I'm going to ask him and see, like, if he would do it for, like, you know, more money or something. But, sure, sure. But, um, yeah, so he doesn't make cases anymore. And I, I responded back and said, it can be everything except for except for the case. And they were just like, it's all about that, that baby blue. Like, that's <laughs> what we want. Oh, my God. And I have mine, you know. Yeah. You could lend yours to them for a certain amount of money or something. Well, but that's the thing. Like, this guy wants it. He wants He it. wants this. He, like, wants my synth. But I don't understand. Is he going to use the synth or he just wants it for the aesthetics? I don't think he's going to use it, to be honest. Like, I think he's going to put it in his house with wires coming out of it and it's like a piece. Like, okay. they kept calling it, like, a piece. So okay. it's some weird thing and... I kind of, you know, it sounds like if I can't find somebody to make a replica of mine in, like, by, like, next week, they need it by March 11th, and I need to have it for some days before that to, like, you know, get it ready, then but it doesn't it's just not going to happen. But it doesn't have to work, necessarily. It does. Okay, okay. They also want it to work. Okay, yeah. okay. It, they, they do want it to be real. Yeah. Um, but I was just telling Johnny, like, the dilemma that I'm having is one one option, of course, would be to just, you know, give them my case, buy a new one for myself, just like a generic one or yeah. whatever, for the sake of, you know, the, the money. Yeah. But. If you don't mind. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 I don't would, know. I would say do that if it's good money. And it it's is. And it's worth your but... while, then why not? I don't know. I ha it's like I have like an attachment to it yeah. in a little in a little bit of, yeah. of ways, but maybe that's just that's dumb materialism or something. Yeah. Like, I'm I'm too attached to an object. 
I don't would do want it for a certain amount of money. Yeah, I mean, it would be like five grand, basically, that I would make. That's not bad. For what, a day's work? Putting it together, two, three days' work? Yeah, a few days, putting it together, making making some patches. I mean, it's definitely like... That seems good to me. A good deal. Yeah. Um, I would do that. Personally. Yeah. And, you know, and then, right. D- Just d- get that, another one. That's the question in the case. Yeah. I don't know. Or ask the know. guy, if he'll, you know. It's just, it's just like sort of one. a, <coughs> I guess, like a philosophical yeah. dilemma. Like, I don't. You feel like you're selling out if you. If yeah. You know. <laughs> it feels like selling out in yeah. a way. Like, yeah. I don't, I don't, I, you know, I don't want my, my, like my instrument to be just sitting in somebody's like yeah. mansion, you know? Yeah. I don't know. But it's also just, it's just a thing. Ask for more money. They can always go down. You know what I'm saying? I'll, yeah, what? I'll give ask, you mine, but it'll be yeah, yeah. <laughs> 20 grand. Ask for 10 grand. After, you know what? Yeah, 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 or 20, whatever. Just see what they say. Because some of these kind of places. I kind of had the thought, like, if I say to them, oh, it's not possible, they would then that would be their next move to right. be like, well, like more how money. much would you want for yours? Yeah. Yeah. If it's good money, I say do it. Why not? Yeah, it's just a case. It's just a case. It's just yeah. A case. Mm. Tell, tell it goes me this. deeper for me. Tell me this. In re- in re- why, why, why does it go deeper? Just the, the attachment to it. What's, what is it's the attachment It's not about to the it? attachment to the case itself. I think it's just about the, just the, how you want to play into capitalism and yeah, yeah, just just that that whole, like, um, I don't, yeah, I don't know. I I guess I'm just not totally comfortable with like, um, contributing to like aspects of, like even even like you know modular synths. Like I don't, I don't think that they are things that you should just be able to go buy like pre-made. You know, it's like that the whole. I think, like, one of the big things about it is that you, like, customize it, you know? You're creating your own instrument. Yeah, you create your own instrument. and and In order to have your own personal sound. Yeah, and it's all a part of it, you know? It's all, like, the color that I chose for that and the the way that I have it all laid out. Everything, you know? Even the fucking, like, you know, the way that my, my house is. It's, like, it's just a part of, like, my, like, you know, my lifestyle, but also just my, the way that I work with music and these people it, it are trying is, to come in and steal yeah. your, steal your soul and your spirit yeah for their, and they for just they just want to buy purposes. it then yeah. that then that's just not really it's just not the same thing i don't yeah. know it's just not not how you how you get that and i would be able to do it again obviously with a different case it's just like i don't know it's i'm gonna have to think about it it's yeah. just so weird i hear you you're you're and you're also at an age where you still have these ideals, and that's awesome. <laughs> I was I, I was like you at your age. I don't have those ideas. And then I was like you at your age, and then it got to a point where <laughs> no one was asking anymore. You know what I'm saying? And then yeah. next thing you know, you find yourself at 38, and you're like, oh, I'll do it now. And they're like, who the fuck are you? You know? Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, yeah. No. That said, you got to follow your heart. If you, you know. Yeah. I know. Um, we'll see what happens. It's going to be, it's going to be a development, I'm sure. Yeah. And I, you know, I think, I personally think that even if florist doesn't make you 
rich or whatever. With the synth stuff, you could do really well, I think, with with uh oh yeah and florist might make you rich i'm not saying it won't but <laughs> but like you know with the scent stuff you could do a lot of work with uh you know especially living in la like i was saying the other day yeah that's what i would like to do yeah definitely. commercials be, and tv and sweet. movies and shit like that yeah. yeah um do so tell me this though in regards to the scent stuff and relating to florist how much because i talked to johnny the other day how much have you used the synth stuff within the florist stuff or not at all? Is it two separate things? Yeah, it's pretty separate. The modular stuff is is almost completely separate. I think we used We used like a the couple. one sampling thing. Yeah, we like used a, a couple sampling module or whatever. Yeah. On one song. And and obviously Johnny is using the the uh that cord yeah. micro Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. We just got that. Whatever well, since, live. Since, we use a yeah. lot of different synths since in, in general. Studio, yeah, synths in general have always been a big part of florist. Yeah. Um but but not as much the modular. Not as yeah, yeah, modular stuff was just that was could just be. sort of like it definitely yeah, could be. Yeah. Hadn't. There's no reason why it couldn't the you know merge in the future, yeah. but it's just a different approach, you know. It's like it's the reason why I, like, wanted to start doing modular synth stuff was because, you know, like, Florist is super structured. It's, like, you know, songs. Um, and the modular stuff is very, like, freeform. And it can be, you know, just, like, 20 minutes of something that has no structure. Do and you think that kind of they could be tied together? Like, I, I was yeah. having this conversation with Johnny the other night. And... Or I guess on our drive, right? Mm -hmm. On yeah, our drive yeah. from Portland to Seattle. And like he was saying how he thinks it would be cool if you guys added more. I don't know. I don't want to put words in your mouth. But like made made a little more like uh, future sounding shit in the florist world. Yeah. yeah, with, yeah. with Maybe with synths, uh, with modulars. Oh, yeah. I think the only reason we haven't done it is just because of how we've gotten together to make these last two yeah. records. Like it just so happened that we... I know, like the first take, one we did in three days. And yeah. Like the second one, we just the way we did it. We we just got together. Yeah. We recorded it all together. We, it came together like, in within like a month basically, and I feel like we the, could set it up to do that. Like we just didn't even yeah, think to. It would take a little bit of a re, yeah. like re re visualizing or like restructuring yeah. a little bit the way that, um, because yeah, I mean with the modular, like it, it is hard to program stuff. Not hard, but it's like, you know, the the things are not very like consistent. It's right. it's right. not always every time you patch up the same thing, it, it you know is exactly the same as the last time, which is like I'm saying great, you, and you, we you, could do that. Yeah, but you, it would be like yeah, it would be a, a just coming at it from a different place. I think we just have to sit down and be like, okay, let's do this. Like I'm assuming that with the florist stuff, you're pretty much writing a song on guitar. Yeah. You know, you could do the kind of thing where, I mean, I'm, I'm just giving you guys, I'm like, I don't know why I'm offering you my <laughs> uh, ideas, but, you know, where you lay down, you know, since since can be, you know, uh, n not as uh, consistent as you as they could be, whatever, you'd lay that down and then record on top of that or whatever. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? That like, seems like what we would do. Yeah. 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 Anyway. We've It'd be great to have one live, doing, too. Doing shit like that. Like, yeah. Even just me sending you beats and stuff. Yeah, definitely. I haven't done that yet, but... Yeah, I'd love to have, like, a a modular setup going live also. Yeah. That we can just change. I think that would be really fun. That would be great. So, you guys 
you said you recorded if blue could be happiness in like a in like a month is that right yeah in a and, month. and did you do it in studios or you did it at home we did it in this um this place where i was living over the summer um it's like a it was like mm-hmm. a this one big one big room in an old converted schoolhouse um, from like the 1800s. It was sounds pretty, romantic. Yeah, it was nice. It was rustic. It was rustic as hell. It was one big room basically. Yeah. And that that and that was, was in upstate. Uninsulated. Yeah, uninsulated so was, wood stove, composting toilet. Compost toilet. Where this? How did you get yeah. end up there? Um, me and my ex, we just like found it on Craigslist basically, and really liked the idea of living like that for for a couple months. In the, over the summer. Okay. It was like, yeah, this guy only rented out in the summer because it was, you know. Too cold. Yeah, too yeah. cold in the winter. Um, and, yeah, we, like, I went down there a month early, and that's when we recorded. So you you had the place, I mean, you had it with your ex, but you had it also with the intention of recording there? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That was, well, yeah, I think it was. I don't remember. I think we were to- toying with some different ideas, but ultimately landed on like, oh, we should just record it here because we have the space. Um, and I think it ended up being pretty good. Um, it's like every every time we record something, it's it's in a different way. Yeah. yeah. And it's always always a learning experience for the next time that we Definitely. go do it. Um, Are you guys both pretty technically proficient at computer programs and stuff like that or whatever you... I don't know if you maybe recorded on tape. I don't know. Yeah, we recorded... We recorded on our... Ricky, who's our other bandmate, we recorded on his tape machine. Okay. And... Both records, yeah, we did on tape. But then we dumped it to Logic and we're decent at Logic, so we just like mixed it. Yeah, we mixed digital. What kind of tape machine? What size tape? It's 8-track, like... Quarter-inch. Quarter-inch 8-track. Or half Or whatever. Half inch. Yeah. Um, like a reel to reel kind of thing? Yeah. Okay. Test cam thirty eight. Eight track. Cool. Yeah. That's very cool. Yeah. Um, and it sounds amazing. It sounds super rich. Thanks. And, yeah. Um and it, so d- was it the three of you that basically recorded or did mm-hmm. Felix record on that too? Just just That one was just the three of us. You guys and Ricky. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it was we did everything. Just yeah. just us, yeah. And you said you did a lot of stuff live. Does that mean like actually just no actually not on that record. No, i don't think live. we did anything live well some of mm. no most of this it was like a lot of overdubbing on that record I think yeah the new record is there's a couple where we recorded your guitar and vocal and i think we kept the live oh yeah track maybe that part was live okay everything else was multi-tracked sometimes yeah. me and rick did drum bass and, and bass drums together mm-hmm. but um Mostly just a lot of multi-tracking. Yeah. The first, first record, record we, did we live, recorded live. Like really quick. All the bands. Yeah. Also yeah. on that A-track, just, yeah. just everybody was there live. Cool. Yeah. Felix played the drums on that one, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Ricky would like run. We were in this tiny little Yeah, we had no engineer. Ass. It was like this crazy. Couldn't stand up the, in there. Yeah, the ceiling was about this high. I was in this little loft <laughs> thing in Rick's apartment in okay. Troy. And Troy, We would New sort York. of set up the mics. Troy, New York, and, okay. yeah. We didn't really test anything, but like we just set up the mics. I think Rick did a little bit of... I don't know, but he would just run upstairs and press record, run back down, and we just played the songs. Yeah. We played them like 10 times and just like picked the ones. Yeah. Cool. Did you comp them like in the computer or you, or you just picked whichever comping. one? No, yeah. we just picked the best We just the best picked take. the best take. There, we you, did do like minimal overdubbing, like some weird, but I think there was very little of very that. Very little, yeah. 
do you, like on the new on the newer one? Do you do you comp anything or or? Sometimes, yeah, vocals. Vo- like vocals. Yeah, we comp vocals sometimes. I think most of the vocal tracks are one take. There was a lot of like. Um, um, a lot of the stuff we did with like the sampler, we would like. I don't know. There was like some like we would chop up some samples in like an NPC, and then we'd play like a live track of like. A lot of those are comp together, but you wouldn't even necessarily know because yeah, it's, it's just, just like so weird like, samples. Weird. Yeah, just for is is this like ethereal stuff you're saying? Like, some of it, yeah. Um, well, yeah, I guess I guess pretty much. There's just, like ethereal just, yeah. stuff. There's some like glitchy stuff yeah. underneath, mm-hmm. and that mm-hmm. that that will be like samples or just process sound that we kind of cut up and move around to different yeah. places. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, in terms of like the actual arrangement like the core tracks i feel like there's some comping that happens but i think if we if we can avoid it it's yeah. it's all usually always one yeah. track we should explain for the since this is a podcast <laughs> well two things i'm curious how like how do you guys learn about this like i didn't learn to comp vocals until like way later you know like mm-hmm. maybe like 10 years ago or mm. eight, eight, Probably. seven years ago or something like that. Well, GarageBand, like, doesn't it come with a, every computer now? So you, everybody knows how to do it. <laughs> oh, GarageBand has, like, a comping like, function or something? No, well, we, I don't think we... Actually, I guess I technically don't even know if there's, like, com- if co- what I do is comping. Well, I do a very, ex- like, rudimentary... I just, like, am cutting things up and kind of trying to drag them together. Let me explain what I mean by that. Okay, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, like, so if I do a vocal take, and this is letting... Letting the, the you can get your food, do do what you gotta do at home. <laughs> uh, this is this is letting the people in on on the, the inner workings of most bands, most mm. artists, I think, of how people do shit. But uh I first heard about this with Radiohead when I was mixing my album called <laughs> Elephant Eyelash. That was two thousand five. So over ten years ago I heard about it, but I didn't do it back then. But somebody told me, Oh yeah, Nigel Godrich like when he gets, you know, Tom York's vocals, Tom York just records, uh, that's a plastic bag, by the way, people. <laughs> Not to be afraid of. Um, he, you know, he, re- he just records a shit ton of vocal tracks, and then he goes in and cuts up each syllable, chooses the best syllables, Whoa. and puts them all together oh, yeah, to yeah, create yeah. the song, you know, the vocals for the song. And I didn't do it back then. I heard about it, and then I started doing it maybe, you know, I don't know, some mm-hmm. years after that. But that's what I do pretty yeah, much. Yeah. I, I'll, I'll, I'll like, rather than, I used to just like. Like each syllable. Not necessarily, but sometimes, yeah. Wow. Like rather than, like I used to like go through and like sing, be singing. Because I would record myself, you know. And then like if I fuck up, take it back. And then just like record that part mm-hmm. again. And then if I got it right and then go. You know, sort of like, almost like comping on the go. But like. Now to keep to stay in the vibe of the song, I'll just do like what you guys are saying about takes, mm-hmm. like where I'll just record ten ten takes, yeah, yeah, or or five or eight or whatever, and then um, go back later, yeah, and be like, what was the best way that I said, you know, that right. that phrase or yeah. that, and sometimes down to the syllable. Sometimes it's like that phrase is cool on this take, but like ah, that syllable's better on this take. Let me pull that. Interesting. So yeah, and. Get, yeah. really get in there to get the now you have such I mean you sound incredible live 
I wouldn't think of you as the type of person that necessarily needs that. Hmm. But is that what you mean by comping as well? Yeah. That's what I mean, but I think yeah. I... Yeah, I don't think we've ever done it that, like... We don't um, do it that micro. Yeah. yeah. And also, like, I when I'm doing it, I know there's, like, a way to do it with, like, the... Maybe this is actually like, too technical. No, 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 no. People... A lot uh, of people that listen to this podcast are musicians as well. Right, you guys? <laughs> well, I, I just, like, when I'm doing it, I'm just actually taking, like, different tracks, and I'm, like, cutting them up and, like, dragging them very, like, coarsely. Like, I don't have a good way to do it. I don't know how to do yeah. it. When I, think of, <laughs> when I think of comping, it's, like, we record... I guess I think of it mostly in terms of, like, vocals. Um, yeah, that's really all I do it Because that's what... Yeah, so it's, like, a vocal take... Um, you know, is like good, and then the last line, or like maybe the first line, you know, has one little waver in it or something that I don't like, and then, you know, it's like recording over a few words or a whole line. Hmm. Oh, but you'll do it on the actual tape. You're saying like punching in. Yeah. 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 Or we'll, or if it's if it's like a digital overdub, you know, we'll make a new track and just. Just do a new one and then... Drag it out. Yeah, put yeah. it together. Um, but it definitely is, for me, it's it's usually not shorter than, like, three or four words or, like, mm. a whole line. Yeah. 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 I think that... But I get that. The if you have my personality, the more the, the, the more you do this, the, the, the smaller the bits get that mm. you start comping. That makes sense. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you get into the uh, down down to the subatomic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not a, I'm not against that at all. Oh no, I would totally do Definitely that. Definitely not. I, I think, think we the, get more and more. We do get more de de like uh, yeah. detail oriented. It seems like each time yeah, I we think record, it's, but it's only getting more and more like. I also. I don't think we've had time to do that just because of the way we've recorded like we, yeah we're we always kind of rushing yeah. we're not rushing but just like we like, always set deadlines you know right yeah it's like oh we're recording this whole whole thing in a month and yeah 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 there was like like we had a whole month but i mean we spent so long tracking the songs and then i don't know yeah i think there just wasn't even time to really think about like sitting down and doing like that kind of thing but i think we might and do you, I mean, that's sort of the time to obsess over it. Yeah. That, I mean, that's sort of a part of mixing, I guess I would mm -hmm. say, but do you, when you guys do mix, do both of you guys mix and Ricky too? Or? Yeah. Yeah. All yeah, of us. All three of us. And, and how, like, how long do you take for each song for that? Mm -hmm. Oh, just totally Depends, different. Yeah. 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 I mean, some of the songs we would like, there would only be one or two of us or even around, like the other ones would be gone or like eating and we'd do a mix and like show it to the other people. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, so like some in song. an hour or two sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah. Some songs are easier than others. There was one that Emily, like, I forget which one it was. Like, I remember we were pretty much done with the album, but I would like, we really wanted to like do a mix of that one song. And I spent like a day doing it and you mm -hmm. had to kick me out of your house. Do you remember that? It was right at the end. I think it was, uh, anyway, I don't think we used the mix. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. We but. will, we, we, I don't know, I'm also, I try to be really aware of, like, the, the downward spiral of just, like, mm. re-editing re things into yeah. oblivion, and, like, I think there is a little, a little bit of, like, wabi-sabi stuff in Florist's recordings that I've always really liked, you know, like, What's like... What's wabi-sabi? 
Wabi sabi is like the idea of imperfection. Imperfection. Yeah. You know, being being beautiful and and um yeah, I mean I, I think that like we definitely don't intentionally make anything not perfect or like not right. in a place perfect is the wrong word, but you know, not not in a place where where we're like unhappy with it. But I think that when there are like little things that just kind of, I don't know. Yeah, we we definitely know when to settle. Like just, most of the time, we know. Yeah. Yeah, th- I think that stuff can be great as yeah. well. That yeah. said, I mean, a day on a mix to me sounds like a dream. I you know oh, I, yeah, I usually spend do. weeks yeah. sometimes really? depending yeah. depending. We well, our songs also like have like. 10 tracks. Yeah, yeah the less tracks you have, yeah. of course, the easier yeah. it is. So, yeah. I mean, some of these songs on the album were not even eight tracks. Yeah, you know? like, right. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Four or five tracks. I Jeez, also feel that like that sounds so would... good. That's what I like about your guys' stuff, too, is there is very, it's very open. and mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry, go yeah. What were you no, saying? I was just going to say, like, I could, like, see at least myself doing that if, like, we had the time. I like it, I but, could but see I think us it doing be, it too. Yeah, like, and I wouldn't. I would like to also. Yeah, I don't know. but it it just is like, I feel like whenever we're recording or like, mixing or anything, it's like we really just do go on a hundred percent feeling. Yeah, yeah, and I think yeah, there's like always a point where like we're like doing stuff, like, I think it's happened to all of us. Where like whichever one of us is like sitting there trying to like make things sound good, like, the others are usually good at like catching them when they're going too far with it or something. Yeah. Because yeah. like, usually the more one person sits with it, like, the worse it starts to sound. Oh, and, like, okay. I, yeah. I mean, I think. I don't, but it's all subjective. Like, I don't really know. None of us know what sounds good, but I think... <laughs> you know when you just hear like, it. I think you know yeah. when you hear it. And I, I think sounds like, yeah. um, you know, sounds like you guys know to me. Uh, we kind of know. I think we have a good idea of each other's, like each other's best like we yeah. know when we're the other the, we've got like the other person's best or something yeah you know what i mean yeah i i think i think that mixing for me is very much just part of the production process like yeah. like it, it's it's tight ty- it's interweaved with recording and and arranging you know yeah. what i'm saying yeah oh yeah so definitely. it's just all kind of one thing and mm-hmm. sometimes so yeah i mean the more down and and like good to go something is recording and arrangement wise the less mixing it needs and vice versa yeah yeah totally um yeah but i don't know i'm curious a little bit about the uh the history of the of of florist and sort of how like how how did did you start doing it on your own or you met all these guys and yeah it was it was um rick and johnny played with me um like when i had played shows just like as Emily Sprague um in Albany Mm -hmm. and in Woodstock New York a couple you know a couple shows and then was that just guitar vocals oh no they they would play with you yeah yeah a couple times we did that before um but then we just decided that you know like I think we we just yeah I don't know we started playing together and realized that we the three of us just had like pretty much the exact same like m- music aesthetics and like ideas and yeah. wanted to make it into like a, you know a real project and not just like you know because it's not they're not just like my band you yeah. know it's it's a lot different than that and I think 
that, you know, we just realized that and adjusted to that. Rather than calling it Emily's break. Yeah, or yeah. even even just, yeah, in the three of us, I feel like, are a unit in a way that, you know, like, if, it, it would never be just me, like, you know, hiring some people to be the florist band, mm-hmm. you know, or making records. I mean, we've done different stuff over the, over the years, and, like, I've played shows solo, and, you know, I've played shows with only Johnny, I've played shows with only Rick, like, you know, we've recorded Rick songs before, like, it's, it is just kind of fluid, like, it does change, um, but it always has felt to me, you know, like, like, the fundamentals of it being something that we started because it was, like, um, you know, three people with, like, really like minds. Yeah. Wanting to make music together. Yeah, it's really lucky. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I meet so many people now, too. It's, like, pretty much everybody I know, like, all my musician friends, I love them and, like, you know, respect them and like their music, but it's, like, still, you know, like, when we're recording and have some idea for something, I'm just like, oh, yeah, this is, this is why we play Right, you guys have more of a... Of a uh, yeah, more more of a, a shared aesthetic than than other yeah people. yeah, and that's how it should be. If you're yeah, a there's band. also something about like I don't know. We definitely go a little crazy. Like I feel like we went a little insane when we were making the last like some yeah. days and we're all for some extremely reason, emotionally unstable. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, and we share that. But with for each some other. reason, it works. Like we can we can take it. Sometimes we can't. But like yeah, no, it always just I don't know. It always it's just ends probably up. sounds like a lot of people's like stories or whatever. But I don't know. It's yeah, maybe. I remember the first like when we first decided it was gonna be Florist though was, it was similar to how like the reason we don't like edit our records or whatever. It was just some we like got asked to go on a tour, right? Mm-hmm. With our friends and we were just like, oh, we've got to make some recordings now. And we need a band. We didn't name have any recordings. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and so we we just like we're. In, I guess that uh, is how We were in Emily's parents' shack out behind their, their <laughs> house, and we had, like, we just made some shitty recording. We just did it very quickly in, like, yeah. a week. On, and on we list, we mixed, Band or something? No, on Ableton, Ableton I think. Yeah. Okay. It was, like, live tracking. To, we didn't even use any. We didn't like, use yeah. any of the, the, the shit track Ableton. to Ableton, like, live instruments. Um, and then we were, like, mixing it on, like, the car stereo, kind of. Mm-hmm. and Or we would mix it, do a rough mix, take it out to the car, whatever. And then we just, like, decided to call it Floors, and we went on tour. And then just mm-hmm. ever since then... Made tapes. It was, like, within a week that all of it kind of was forced to happen, which is kind of how all of our albums happen. And what's that so material? Far. That's, um, it's called We Have Been This Way Forever. Okay. It's a band camp. It's on band camp, yeah. Okay. But not on Spotify. Oh, no, no, not on Spotify or anything. Okay. It's only on Bandcamp. Yeah, that's not, Double Double Whammy doesn't have that one. Okay, so basically anything Double Double Whammy has, it, that's what ends up going on the Spotify. Yeah, that stuff gets okay. on Spotify. Yeah. Um, and how did that happen, the relationship with the label? Um, yeah, so I moved to New York, New York City, in, um, in like 2000. 13 okay the end of 2013 and um that's like when i met we went on a tour with told slant okay 
in, in that, that fall. And that's how we met all of them. How did Felix hear about your guys' stuff? Or you just became friends with Hand Habits played a show. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. my, like, first girlfriend and, like, my best friend now, Hand Habits, Meg Duffy, shout out. Um, <laughs> she, like, when we were all still living in Albany, she was just starting her project and played a show at this just, like, dive bar in Albany and told Slant, Felix and Oliver and Maddie, who used to be in that band, um, were going to Bard College at the time, which is, like, you know, 45 minutes south of, of Albany. And they saw that Hand Habits was playing the show, and they wanted to, like, hop on. And so they hopped on the show, and that's when we met them. And Johnny was playing in Hand Habits for that show. And, and that's how you met Johnny, too? Or you no, were, we, we had we already, already knew each other. Knew each other okay. And was, we were also already... We were probably already playing music I at think that we, point. We okay. were already playing music, yeah. Um... And, yeah, that was... I think that's just sort of how Felix and, and all them got Yeah, that's sort of, how they just we, our knew Our circles, us. like, merged. Yeah. yeah. As far as I know. Yeah, but then there was also that... That following... Um, that was in 2012. And then mm -hmm. that following summer, before we went on the... The, mm -hmm. the Told Slant tour in the fall, we played that show at the spot. We had a show at oh, this coffee shop. Yeah. That's right. In Hudson. And Bellows mm -hmm. wanted to hop on it because okay. they were on tour and they had a show that fell through. Mm -hmm. And we played a show together with Bellows and met them all. It was kind of, it felt in a lot of ways like the first time we were meeting all of them. It was Oliver, Gabby, mm -hmm. and Felix. Mm -hmm. And... Um, and then after that show, me and Johnny played that, just the two of us. And then after that show, I remember being like, we should ask Felix to play drums for us. Yeah, yeah. And then I asked them, and they were like, yeah, I would love to. Let's do a tour together. So we went on tour. Mm -hmm. Did Felix play with you guys on that tour? Yep. Okay. That was the first That was the first tour that Felix played with So they would play, us. like, in your set and then play in, then be, like, the singer in Told Slant? Yep. And, and, and I played in Told Slant, too. Oh, okay. Yeah incestuous uh band yep, yeah 100 percent. yeah it's like it reminds me so much of k records back in yeah. the late late 90s it was the same kind of thing where i think th they were all really inspired by k Records. yeah i think so i think so playing in each other's stuff yeah um that's cool and then the label happened just through through meeting all those guys oh yeah so so that's where that's i lost my my train um after that tour Felix and I, you know, kind of, like, fell in love a little bit, and we, uh, I was, like, gonna move down to New York City with all of them, so we all got, like, this, this big, like, a duplex together in, in Brooklyn, and, um... With all, like, Felix, Gabby, Oliver? Yeah, it was me, Felix, Gabby, Oliver, and, um, our two other friends, Henry and Susanna. Okay. And so it was, like... Henry the bass player? Yeah, Henry yeah. the bass player. And, yeah, so it was all six of us in this house, and that was, yeah, I mean, that was when I I got into New York City and started meeting people, and I played a lot of shows down there, um, and, yeah, you know, I was playing in Told Slant, and that was when Mike from Double Double Whammy and Dave, they were all kind of starting that, and... Yeah. Like Frankie Cosmos and Mitski and all those bands where everybody was kind of just like meeting and playing shows and hanging out and um 
yeah, I forget, like, exactly, um, how Mike, Mike and Dave, like, we knew them, like, we were friends with them, and this was right before, I think it was right before you and Rick moved down to the city, like, we were recording up yeah. at Rick's, and we made, Dave asked before I moved in with him. I don't think so, because we, we were, we had, like, recorded this album, the first album, and I made a little video of, like, just, you know, oh, yeah, shooting, yeah, like, yeah. just shots of, like, us recording, and, like, Rick's cat, and whatever, and with a, a little instrumental track over it, and posted it on Tumblr, and then Mike and Dave emailed me, mm-hmm. and they were like, we want to put it out, so. Cool. That's that's how that relationship happened. And but yeah, like, you know, they they've always been friends, you know. It was like it was very much like They're all, in the scene. Yeah, they're yeah. in the scene. Like we were all friends and I think it was just, you know, I mean, they didn't have anything uh, you know, to gain from <laughs> putting out our record really, but just, yeah. you know, believing in it and yeah. you know, liking us as people and and then <coughs> Yeah, that's... What, what made some of those bands out of that scene kind of, like, explode? It seems like, like, Mitski, like, you yeah. know, rocketed to the yeah. well, top she's... of the charts and Frankie Cosmos and, yeah. you know... I mean, I think it's just, it's just the, the way that you, the way that you go about it, you know? I think, I, I think a, a lot of it is, a lot of it is just, you know, right place, right time kind of stuff. But definitely, you know, all those people are super talented yeah, and yeah. definitely have worked so hard. Um, and I think that's a big part of it. But, yeah, I don't know. I think I think it it's just your mind trajectory, you know. You, you kind of think what you want and it will sort of happen. Do you have a desire for that sort of success <clears throat> in, in the music world or, or do you feel more settled in, uh, you know, just whatever. I, I, I do yeah. not think about that. Yeah, well, we've always talked about, like, you know, having a slow burn and yeah. just kind of like... Whatever happens. You know, just doing it, <laughs> doing it. Yeah. Like, I... Only, you know, I, I, I've personally never been interested in being, like, the the flavor of the week or... Right. Just the, the big, like, explosive press thing yeah. or anything like that. I don't think that we would ever need that or yeah and i don't think it's the type of like band that we are either i think right. that different kind of music it's gonna maybe. just keep we'll, we'll just keep making music yeah and it'll just slowly you know trickle yeah. i've always just wanted to have be able to do like more complicated live yeah stuff every time you know what i mean like i want to be able to do like better sounding records yeah that time. would be nice i want to be able to have more synths on stage and like more like Whatever, like I want to, I want to have, <laughs> yeah, like I want to be able to put it all back into that more and more, and like obviously, like if if it can pay the bills too, that's that'd be great. But like, I've always mostly thought of it that well, actually, there's a huge part of myself that is terrified, you know, and definitely wants it to pay the bills. But like, I feel like mostly we've up and up through now, we've always just been like, how can we put it back into like the show mm-hmm. and like the next record? Yeah. Do, do you think that those other artists that have done so well that, that are friends of yours and stuff, do you think that they had a mentality of, like, you know, or, or a savviness, you know, of, like, how can I maximize, you know, my impact uh, on uh, I Well, I don't know. Like, 
Mm. Do they it's look hard at to their, say. Like, I think uh, that they all have such different trajectories, or even really like, like Mitski yeah. or something compared to you know. True. Like she, I, I don't think know. in certain ways people can be a little bit more aggressively like you know working their way up. Yeah. Whereas, and I think that's great. You know, I think that's a yeah more power it, to actually. you. Really, yeah. yeah. No you know, for us, it's kind of like. I feel I like it almost we like just, wouldn't even work for us. Like yeah. it just wouldn't even work. I I don't know. <laughs> I I don't know. You've always been actually like on top of the social media stuff, obviously, way more than 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 I have. So yeah. But like, how do you feel about that stuff? Um. The pad thai. Huh? No. <laughs> the pad thai looks delicious. <laughs> I have no doubts about that. The social media stuff is, yeah, I mean, I think there's a, there's a balance, you know, I think obviously, like, you don't want, don't want to lose yourself in that kind of stuff, and don't want that to be, you know, the only reason why people, like, pay attention, because of the, you know, the big brand, or whatever, but I think that, I mean, I, I the way that I've used social media has really been, I feel like pretty honest and like just yeah. you know I I do like sharing the things that I make and I like showing you know the like if it's like you know Instagram or something like I like visual things and showing mm -hmm. that and th aesthetics that I like and things that I make and like you know florist is piggybacked on that and I think it's a good place for it to be because it's just like you know it shows that this is just like a project that we all do and you know we tour on it and we yeah. like put out records and we have like a lot of people supporting it and are behind it but it's kind of just like um yeah i don't know it, it's just it's not like a what am i trying to say no i think you're saying it yeah <laughs> yeah yeah it makes sense yeah, yeah. Can, can we talk a little bit about um songwriting and what the songs mean to you and, and what and why you do it yeah and how i don't know do you do you write the songs by yourself on guitar pretty much or are you guys in, involved as well um yeah. in that process yeah i write all the songs alone um for the most part um like lyrics and like the lyrics and the melody and stuff that's that's always just been something that i've done um when did that, when did you start being interested in that? Um, yeah, I got, I, I guess I got interested in songwriting, like, probably when I was, like, 14, 14 or 15, I think I was when I wrote, like, the first song that I ever wrote. Um, I don't know, it, it's kind of, like, there's not really that much reason behind it that I can see. Um, it's, I guess, maybe something to unpack, but... Was there stuff you were listening to that, that drew you to want to make? So for me, for example, like I can think back to like certain artists that like made me feel like, oh, I, I think I could do that, you know? Hmm. Do you have anything like that you can think back to? Yeah, I, I mean, it's not, not even so much like about specific artists. I think I just, I have a tendency, you know, even now, like it's just kind of the way that I am. I have a tendency to like, when I when I'm interested in something and like want to consume it, I it's not enough to just like, you know, as an example of like music, it's not enough 
to just listen to music and like take it in that way I like want to be actively like a part of making it and that's the way that I am about anything that I'm interested in it's like not enough to just like it I have to also be doing it like uh, and for whatever reason music is the thing that just never kind of got phased out of my life like it's just it's always been a constant thing that I just like never really stopped doing um but yeah I think songwriting was just like I just really I, I just wanted to do it I don't know it just like was immediately as soon as I learned how to play guitar sort of a little bit you know I was just like that was the only other the only thing in my head that I was like that this is the only way I want to use this instrument really is like as like a songwriting tool right um, you're not going to be a lead guitarist in a metal band yeah yeah do um what does it do for you? Do you, what do you feel like songwriting does for you? Uh, uh, you know, is is there a release in it? Is there like a? Yeah, definitely a release. Um, it's really hard for me to write songs. Like I go through cycles. I think of, you know, sometimes like six months or a year where I just like won't write a song, and then every time I do, I, I kind of get like, freaked out and and can't. Like, that this that just happened to me recently. Like, I wrote all the songs for If Blue Could Be Happiness in, like, about a year ago was when they were all being written, between January and, I guess, April. Um, and I hadn't, like, written a song at all, you know, since then. And just recently, like, I started writing some songs again, and it was, like, I I know when I'm not ready, like, I just feel, like, a push, you know, like, away from it, and it just doesn't feel good or right, and then, yeah, like, this, this past time, every time, every time I start again, it's just, like, it feels really hard, and I usually cry a lot, and then it <laughs> just is some kind of release, and then I feel great, and what's, it's just a collection of songs. What's the, what's the fertile ground for it? You know, have you figured out yet, like, you know, mm. what the right environment and headspace you, you need to be in to write or, you know, or what makes you want to, to go there? Mm. You know, I haven't really figured that out exactly. Um, definitely, like, comfort is, is a factor. Like, I've never been able to write songs, like, on the road or anything like that. Mm -hmm. um, or really, like, in flux. Um, but I don't know. It it really it really is is not something that I really understand that much. But I do believe that it always like comes back around. So I just yeah. kind of right let, better, it, let it happen. I yeah. think early on in my days I was just like, what what, what happened? I can't, I don't have it anymore. Right, right, I don't have right. It anymore. But it, yeah, it comes back, and I I find there is some kind of fertile environment for it to happen in. I don't quite I don't quite know what it is, but yeah, it has something to do with. Comfort, silence, yeah. you know, solitude to some extent, but not too much, and, yeah. you know. I do believe it's a cyclical thing, too, for me. Like, I, I am, like, a very cyclical person, and um, it, there's, it's, it almost is just, like, yeah, it's, it's, it's a larger thing that I'm, I'm kind of always just, like, spinning in and... Um, is it you mean an emotional cyclical thing like where I think it is yeah I think you, you'll kind of feel frustrated then depressed then something will crack through then you'll be able to write something feel better for a while feel frustrated depressed crack. yeah pretty much yeah, <laughs> yeah more remember. or less like in in different 
different ways. And I mean, obviously, like, life happens, too. Like, um, I think when whenever I, like, go through experiences, I have a period of sort of digesting that and... It's called them breakups or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, you know. <laughs> no, or whatever um, else. Yeah. 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 I mean, that that kind of stuff that kind of stuff is it's all in your mind and you you're not always thinking about it and then it's like for me you know when when a, I don't really think that much about things during the day like I'm just kind of I don't know I feel like I I'm thinking about like what's immediately around me and like what I have to do but I scheming yeah I mean not in a negative way but just yeah, yeah. planning and scheming yeah. yeah but my mind like my mind doesn't really wander too deeply into the things that I write about in in songs like that kind of stuff is pretty much only stuff that i just say i don't know why like when i'm writing a song so it just feels right to say during the songwriting but you don't know why necessarily it just like comes to you i mean i know why but and and it, it, it is all like relevant to me you know i think about i think about these things i think about you know emotions and death and all that kind of stuff Definitely, but I think it is, it lives in like a more subconscious place for me yeah. that it comes out. Right, and it comes out songs. as a song. Yeah. That's where, yeah, that's where, that is yeah. the thinking. Yeah, in yeah. In a way. And yeah. when I'm, when I'm living my life, you know, it, 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 all that stuff is there, but it's like, it is compartmentalized, um, in ways. Yeah. It's crazy to think like where, you know, like where do these things come from or any, any, any sort of like, uh creation that comes from the human hand you know we're we're like i mean whatever this is like a stoner thought but like you know it's just it's just crazy to think that like what what are we even doing here yeah you know as creations of god knows what yeah. god knows what whatever yeah and then like uh right and then we have this ability to be like i'm gonna like Think of this new thing. You know, yeah. It's just such a weird... Totally. So weird. And then the way that music, like, feeds the soul, you know, like... Well, that's the thing. Like, I, I love words, and you love words, too. I mean, obviously. It's like that... And I, the thing that I've always been really, really interested in is... At first, I, I was really interested in music being accompanied by images. Like, you know, like, music in movies and, like, how when that kind of stuff happens in a movie, it triggers this, like, intense... Like, you feel so much shit when a song comes on at, like, you know, a slow pan in a movie or, like, whatever, you Definitely. know? It's crazy. It's, like, it's, it's like a phenomenon, you know? It's really crazy. And I think words, you know, are like that, too. Um, and I, I, I love, you know, like, the one-liners that are just kind of, like, for, for whatever reason, like, with the music and then the words, it's just, like... It just hits in in a similar it's like way. Breaks your fucking heart. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like. Yeah. yeah that kind of stuff I'm obsessed with, and yes. I that's what I love about. Yeah, like I love you know writing words like that because I think that like there are. That's like what songwriting is, you know, is matching those things up and yeah. and making it. You know, I think there there's yeah there's a match, for everything. It can't just be. Yeah. Yeah. Were, were your parents musical at all? Or? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, both my parents were pretty musical. Um, my mom was a music therapist. Okay. And played music, you know, throughout my whole life and kind of taught me some stuff. Yeah, she, she, she was always playing music. Um, 
and my dad, my dad likes music, and I think at one point in his life was, was participating in it in some way, but, yeah, I would say my, my family is pretty musical, and Have always, both your parents passed away? Just my mom. Okay, Yeah, mom my okay. dad's still, still kicking. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. I, I knew your mom passed away just from your songs. Yeah. Just talking about it in there. When, was that when you were young, or, or? That was, like... Almost a year ago. Oh, geez, yeah. just recently. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, no, it's okay. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Did it, I mean, that must have affected you a great deal, obviously. Mm -hmm. Did that go into the music a bit, do you think? Uh, yeah, definitely, like, towards the end of the, 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 the new album, like, there were a couple songs that I hadn't, like, finished. Um, yet, and, like, then she died, and it was, you know, I mean, there was no way not to, <laughs> like, work that yeah. stuff into it, because it was just... I'm sure you'll continue huge. to process that stuff, too. Oh, yeah. You know? It's gonna be... <laughs> yeah. It's always gonna be there, for sure. May I ask what, what happened? Um, she just was, was really sick, and, um, just had a lot of health issues, and was, um... Yeah, just just um just a bunch of different bunch of different mm -hmm. health issues kind of just stacked on top of each other. Just made it um it was it was a slow like decline, definitely, yeah. but also unexpected. Do um, you think that's part of what uh was the impetus impetus to to move to California to kind of like that was definitely a part of it, yeah. I I spent the past I spent the summer after she passed um home and it was it was strange being being home and um just for 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 that reason and other reasons, but then yeah, and then when I was back there, um I I've I felt like I just needed to like move on in in certain ways and I think also because, like, my mom was always kind of sick ever since I was, um, really, like, a teenager. Um, mm -hmm. I always felt a little bit like, you know, like, I didn't want to go too far away. Um, yeah. Because we were really close, and um, I know that she, like, really, really loved me and wanted me to be around. Not in any way that made me, you know, not do something that I would otherwise want to do, but I did feel like, I was like, okay, I can, this is, I'm just going to go do this now. Yeah. You know, this is definitely, you know, a, 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 another reason. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. And are you close with your dad too? Yeah, we're close. Cool. Yeah. Um, and what what does he do for a living? He's retired. Okay. Um, he he he's a chef. Okay. Yeah. Nice. He he does still work on the weekends. He's the um, the chef up at up at a noodle bar. Okay. Yeah, up on the mountain. We that live like good. right near a ski resort. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> yeah. That's nice. Yeah. And and Johnny, you 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 grew up in the same town, right? Yeah, same general area. Okay. Like half an hour north. Did you grow up musical as well? Your parents musical? Yeah, my dad was really musical. He played all the instruments and, you know, I don't know, he, he didn't 
he kind of stopped at a certain point, but I think he wanted to do this, you know? Mm -hmm. My mom isn't so musical. She likes music, but, you know. Thank you. <laughs> but you're, did your dad pass away? No, no, no. Okay, no. you said, you oh, said it in the past tense, but that's, that's okay. That's, no, no, no. They're, 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 both, they're both around. Cool, yeah, cool, luckily. cool. Luckily, yeah. Um, and, you know, how do you feel <coughs> about coming in to Emily's songs and, and like, how do you, you know, how do you start deciding what they need? You know what I mean? Yeah. What, what I they mean, need added and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, it's like, it's honestly my favorite thing in the world. Yeah. Yeah. To do. Like, it's, but it's, it's always been different every time. I think when we first started playing together, it was just like, because we, we would just say, let's play a show together. And I would just play along. I would play whatever. We'd, yeah. We'd try to work out an arrangement. I don't think we've ever really talked about We never talk about Yeah, we always just go for it. And, like, <laughs> and you're always kind of just like, cool. He's got such good taste, I got to say. <laughs> yeah, I fully trust Johnny. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It's it's my favorite thing. It really is. Like the the, because um, Rick and Emily recorded. I think so. Rick had recorded like three or four songs for mm, Emily. Yeah, I and Rick, Rick and, I, and were, I went to high school together. Yeah. Okay. So and, we had known each other a little bit before I met John. Yeah, yeah. How did you guys meet? About well, yeah. This is how actually. Ricky was had recorded those songs, and Rick and I were living together, playing in a different band. Okay. And he brought the songs home. I was just like, yeah, like, whatever, this is what I did this weekend. And I was just like, this is, like, the best shit. Like, yeah. this is, like, not, not even, like, the best music or, whatever, like, the best shit. It was just, like, this person. Like, I need, I need to, like, work, I need to play with this person and, like, be friends with this person. And, like, luckily we did. I don't know. It just happened. Mm -hmm. And, like, it's, like, it's my favorite thing in the world. Yeah. Yeah, I, I love up for their band. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And then we finally met when she opened up for our band. Okay. In like yeah. some shitty place. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, like there's not much to say. I don't know. Like I I just love doing it and like it's very natural and I it's always sexual. have ideas. Like Yeah. Like with it doesn't yeah. happen with other people either. I mean like occasionally I work with other people but with with like Emily and Rick it's always been like I just have like a million ways that I want. Yeah, it really is just kind of easy. Yeah. Cool. What's what's the what's the uh, future for you guys? I mean, you know what? What do you want to see happen with the project, and you know, places to go? I mean, we touched on that a little bit earlier, but you know, any specific sort of places you want to go with it, or. Uh, areas that you want to explore that you haven't yet? Hmm. Um, Maybe that's a tough one. I think the live, the live show is, yeah, I think the live show is something that we, we both probably want to be um, a good show. Yeah. Not that it's not a good yeah. show now, but just like have a lot we, more components yeah. to it and you know, control. I think having a sound person is probably our next goal. Yeah. Like, just having somebody that we can bring for that, um, that we trust. Um, yeah, I just want to, I'm just, I just always want to make the next record. I love recording more than anything. Yeah, um, me too. So, I'm excited to do that. I don't know, I'd like to just keep keep it going yeah. you know for as long as we can that's really my only it my seems only to goal, like the thing to just not stop yeah we just keep doing it and like the next thing comes you know like 
it's like I was saying earlier, like I feel like I have like a vague goal of like just making it more, having more control and getting more things like going on mm-hmm. each time, better what sounding you, recordings. Like okay. I want the live show to be like better. I want to have, I want to be able to bring whatever we want, you know, just that kind yeah. of shit like that everybody would want. But it's, that's all I, I could think of as far as like, goals but other than that yeah just to do another record and mm-hmm. see how it sounds well, I don't know who knows how it'll sound yeah <laughs> right I guess each time is its own adventure yeah. that yields yeah. whatever results it does totally by way of the process and where you are and where you are in your life yeah and, yeah. yeah it makes me excited thinking about it me too the next time that we record because yeah. it, it, it really is like no other feeling like when we like get to a, get to a point in tracking where it starts to sound yeah cool and we're just like oh man yeah, I, love the, awesome. I never feel uh, more like it's the best feeling yeah like what there's always points in recording like multiple times too where i like it, it's where i like am the most like steeped in uh like self-hatred like or something where I'm just like, oh no, like what you feel if like I, it's not going like right? I, I thought that I, I where I real I think I'm delusional or something and I'm like there's I this was <laughs> never good and like like look like like it like I this I was never good at this like we were never good or something extreme yeah. but it never I know to push past it now but like because it, every time it's just like oh like there's just some way to unlock it and like. Oh, yeah. I, I don't mean, know. I go back and forth between all that shit, too. I yeah. feel that self-doubt as well. Yeah, so yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Same yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah, I, but the feeling of unlocking it is the greatest yeah. feeling. That's like, right. I, I want to go back yeah. into that so that we can... <laughs> yeah. And how, and how does that happen? I mean, how, how do you push through the doubt towards... Whoever's not on the couch, like, crying, <laughs> like, the other two usually do some, some shit. Yeah. Like, actually, like, at least this last time, that's how it was. Like, there was always one of us not there or or like there was not not always but like for i can remember a good few times where like it was just either me and you or just me and rick or just you and rick and like the other person was always just like yeah had their head down or whatever like i don't know like yeah how much that was and then just but like to 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 make it so that you aren't doubtful anymore, is it like just someone adds one thing or a couple things and then it's like, oh, this is starting to take shape? Yeah. Or is it a yeah. perspective thing? Oh, I mean, it could be anything. Yeah, yeah, it could be going, we could go on a walk and just like yeah. fucking talk. Yeah. It, it like, seems chemical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It seems like that too. I know what you're like, saying. It's you like, know what I'm saying? Like, like, it it seems something. like there's no reason really. Yeah. Right. Um, but. But there. It's, yeah, it's all, it's all very strange. I mean, like, the bow shit, too. I keep thinking about that. Mm. Like, how... Oh, yeah, I mean, even the way that that happened was, like, really lucky. You should tell, talk about how that happened. Yeah, it's, like, it's my favorite story, because at the time, it felt fucking, like, it felt like some mystical, like... And it's just inter- a hu- it's such a huge part of our yeah. our set and those. Now songs, that I have so. some distance from it, I'm I'm like a little embarrassed because like all the people I don't know. Anyway, I'll just no, tell it's it, a but good like story. the like we we just like were recording one of the songs before there was any boda stuff on any of the songs, like we just thought like it would be nice if there was like some strings or something. And I was like, Oh, I should have brought my I left my bow in New York City. 
Like, and we don't know. We, like, we're, we're not, like, we don't know anybody that plays string. Yeah, we yeah. We're not going to, like, hire anybody right. to do it, so. <laughs> but I was going to try to do some stuff, but I'd left my bow at home, and we were like, let's just buy one, but we were in Woodstock, and everything was closed. It, it was, was Sunday. Sunday. <laughs> and, but it was just this sort of, like, manic, like, I was, I just kept being like, I have to do this right now. Like, I just, I know what to do. Like, I really want to do this right now. And so we were, like, trying to find one, and we couldn't. And then I, like, found somebody on Google, just, like, Susan Lipkin, bowmaker, or whatever. And I just called her number, and she turned out to be this, Oh, yeah, like, I can kill a horse right now. <laughs> <laughs> Come on down. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> Oh my god! It was like I wish. that though. It was I like wish. in the fucking woods, dude. Yeah, I mean, but but this this I was like, hey, do you guys like have any like shitty bows? Like I need like a, yeah. just whatever, like a twenty dollar bow. Like I don't have any money, but like, and she was like, ah, yeah, they could be like thousands of dollars. I know, yeah. like, and that's what they turned out to be. But like, it was, I, I was just like, could I rent one from you? And she was just like, yeah, you know, like why why don't you just come down to the house? Like she wouldn't like, and she like brought it. She, we were like, okay, and we go down to their house, and it's like this beautiful like woodsy I don't know just beautiful home and they have a studio like shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah and like they had like this little studio off to the side and they bring us inside and there's like cellos being built and her and her husband just have this like beautiful little like elf workshop he's like, the violin maker she's the bow and she's maker. the bow maker oh, and cool. they they lent me this bow and because they, they, they wouldn't they wouldn't even tell me how much they cost they were just like no like and they had never met me before and they were like just take this like did for you some tell reason, them they, you were about to play it on guitar Yeah, I was like, we're gonna, and... yeah, I did. And she was like, whatever, just take it. And they wouldn't take any money. They just met, like, I just called their house. I called their house. And yeah. they just were like, come yeah. take a bow. And they wouldn't tell me how much it cost. And then... You told them what you were, like, that you were yeah. recording an album and blah, blah, blah. Right, yeah. yeah. Told them very little. We were there for, like, five minutes. Yeah. And yeah. I was just, like, blown away. I was, like, these, I was immediately just high off of it. Like, oh, we get to do it. And... We went back and we recorded it, and it felt so good. Yeah. And all that boat stuff was just like. like you did it all then, on all whatever songs you did it on the same day, kind of thing. Yeah. Pretty much. Uh, well, I don't know. We had pulled it out a few yeah. times. It was but, spread like, out, but the the bulk of it was done that day, like yeah. definitely, I guess. It just and, like could have so easily just not happened. Right. At all. It, it could have not happened, and then like the thing that ha that I found out later was that she's like this like super celebrated bow maker that like everybody knows who she is oh, wow. and that she, the bow she had lent me was the first bow she had ever made what yeah yeah she's, she's like like, like well, maybe the most famous bow maker like, like something like like world, i i oh there was a like i told the story like to a few people when i got back to new york that i strangers because I, I had to buy a bow to tour yeah because i was we had to figure out how to play the song so i was shopping for like a bow like a cello bow and uh I just like started to tell a story and the people were like, oh, who is the bow maker? And I was like, Susan. And they were like, Susan Lipkins. And they're like, oh my God. That's and crazy. I don't know. And I just like would, I'm just sort of in these like manic states, just like, uh, like email Susan and just be like, thank you so much. Like, I, like you, <laughs> you sent her the songs after? I, I, I took a record to mail to her and I still haven't done it. I mm, fucking have to do it's that. It's itchy. It's, yeah, she's gonna, I'm kind of nervous. Cause yeah, she's yeah, not gonna like, have a lot you know, of criticism. You can tell that it's like pretty crude. I mean, it's just guitars being played with a bow, but, but anyway, like You I, fooled me, man. I thought it was cellos. I definitely thought it was cellos. <laughs> there you go. I didn't have a doubt in my mind. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Well, really like, poorly well, played cellos. It's a little, yeah. it's a, <laughs> no, it's a little experimental, but. <laughs> yeah. 
No, I, 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 it, I, it sounds awesome. I love it. Thank you. And I love it live. It's great live. Thank you. Yeah. It's, it's yeah, it's, I, I love, like, it's one of my favorite things to, to do. It's, it's a, a little, moment. it's a little, like, I feel like it's a little different every time. Yeah. I don't really know how to do it. Like, the record is, like, multi-track. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, it's hard to figure out. I had, like, a guitar that I brought that I tuned differently and, like, took one of the strings off mm -hmm. so that I could play certain chords. Yeah. I love doing it though. <laughs> Sounds cool. Yeah, I mean, you were, you were, you seemed like you were a little self-conscious about it for some reason the other day. I don't know. If <laughs> yeah, well, I, because I sometimes it just sounds really harsh on okay. stage, and I was just asking you how yeah. it sounded out front. Ah, it sounded because great. I didn't know if it like the. No, it sounded really good. Cool. Yeah, and I, I think like. Yeah, like I mean, I've seen it done before, but not. In like a pretty way like that and it necessarily like I, I feel like like bands used to like metal bands like or something, oh, something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah or something like that but the 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 way that you're doing it is so tasteful and it, it really works yeah yeah thanks a bunch yeah 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 well we've covered some things i don't know anything else that that like glaring misses that that we haven't really discussed i don't know I think so. What's going on with you? I can't get that flu. Oh yeah. That's what Josiah's got. I do not intend to get that flu. I did have a flu shot. Oh good. Mm. So I'm hoping to stay away from year. that. Yeah. Um. I've never had a flu shot and never had the flu. I you never had the flu? No. Do you get other little colds and things? Yeah. You do get colds. Sometimes, not not often. Well, that's it comes from good stock. That's impressive. Yeah. I basically only got it because I'm on this new medicine that's like immune suppressant. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, no, I yeah. got that. I got a pneumonia shot. No shade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No a, shade at all. Hep B. Yeah. But I normally... You get those shots. I'm, that's the first time I've ever had it. And yeah. I'm 38. Mm -hmm. I've, I've always... Yeah. I don't... I've never had it either, but I went to a doctor for the first time in like 10 years. Like, right before tour. I had like a check... Like my first checkup as an adult, kind of. And like, the, he was like shaming me for not getting it. I was like, oh, oh yeah. shit. That's yeah, they'll do he's that. He's really like, they like I that. didn't know it was that. He was like, it's really like, you're putting everybody at risk. But you still having like, it. And I was like, still like okay, <laughs> fuck you, fine. Nah. Yeah, well, <laughs> I did that. feel, I did feel bad actually, but I just never got around to getting it. Yeah. And also, That's I don't know if I- a big farm of fucking bullshit. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. I, think I, don't, so. I can't I tell so. where the, I generally believe that, but I, although, the the reason why I would say I was reading a lot of scary shit. Yeah, the, well, the the thing against that is that they're free. That's the only thing. Right, that, right. So I don't know who well, pays for they, it. Well, it's because they have microchips in them, right? That's why. Probably that's why they're free. What tiny? Yeah, they're tagging us. Tiny. Well, uh, they do. They, it does weaken so. your your immune system, like in the long run. Mm. You think so? The immune immunity. Yeah, it's like you know, it's like using hand sanitizer. Yeah, you know, like. All, all of that kind of stuff does. But it's not like using hand sanitizer because it is shooting in. You're actually shooting in the germs that your body gets used to fighting. You know what I mean? I but guess you, so. Your body, it, like yeah, he explained it to me. It was something about antibodies. Your body makes antibodies. Yeah. So you're yeah. shooting in, like. I the, get it. It gets it gets used little, to it. Yeah. 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 Uh, so it knows how to fight. Yeah. The like a large amount of them when they mm -hmm. come in because it's learned how to fight a small amount. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, it's not something yeah, I don't that know. I would do unless I had to. But yeah, yeah, I'll probably start getting it when I'm like in my fifties. Yeah, if I make it to yeah. there to then, see what happens. 
Yeah, that's the, the, that's the people who are most at risk are people with, you know, kids, people with weakened immune systems, and anybody that's elderly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But... Now that we've given all these people an education on... Yes, yes. uh, (laughs) All you doctors out there, feel free to uh, write in. Don't use hand sanitizer. No, that's the bad stuff. I did, you know, I did that for years. And I I think that that had a a role in in weakening my... Hand sanitizer? Yeah, I think so. I mean, just... We didn't know about that, how bad it was, you know, until fairly recently, Mm -hmm. I think. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that's that's about it. I, I I would like to go and sit in the hot tub for a while. I don't know if yeah. you guys are interested yeah, in joining I'm me. I'm down. All right, 100%. we're gonna go sit in the hot tub. We're gonna pray for uh, my brother's uh, wellness here, mm-hmm. and uh, say bye to the people out there. All right. Bye bye. Peace bye. out. Live long and prosper. very much the update is that yes we did in fact get in that hot tub and it was really nice it was really nice that was my only hot tub sit of that tour and of the last couple tours I always like bring my trunks and feel like okay you know I'm gonna any any chance I get you know I'm gonna chill it out and sit in the hot it rarely happens but it was really nice to sit in there with Emily and Johnny and chat further after the uh, tape was off. So, yeah, the other update is that perhaps you know this if you did listen to the last episode. I did catch that flu. I caught that flu. We all did. We all did on the bus, except for Emily and Brent. Brent is our manager and our our, uh, sound engineer and uh, our lighting engineer, Kyle. I don't know. They didn't get sick. The rest of us got real sick and uh, sort of laid us out for, for a couple weeks. But, uh, but I'm back, and I think everybody's back. Maybe there's some lingering coughs in the group. I don't know. I don't know, but we're, but we're back. We're back for all intents and purposes. Again, this episode is sponsored by Studio. Studio.com, S-U-D-I-O.com. Go there, pick out the headphones that are meant for you, and when you are checking out, please enter my promo code WANDERINGWOLF for a 15% discount, okay? That's a healthy chunk. That's a healthy chunk, all right? And these are already very affordable headphones anyway, so uh, it's, it's a good deal. It's a good, a good deal better. That was like a commercial. A good deal better when you buy a Ford from some kind of Cincinnati Ford dealership. Also, please, 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 if you can, if you're able to do so, go to gofundme.com slash Brendan Whitney, B-R-E-N-D-O-N-W-H-I-T-N-E-Y, and donate a little something uh, for Bren's family uh, to get through these very difficult months. It, It just would be a real blessing, okay? So go there, gofundme.com slash Brendan Whitney. Okay, you guys, I'm going to leave it at that. And as always, I do bid you to keep wandering. Tucked away from what makes it.
outro actually it sounds more like an outro. I'm like, oh thanks, buddy. <laughs> or something like that.